Welcome to ConjureCraft, the podcast dedicated to the history and future of African-American folk magic. And I'm your host, Aunt Carla. So today is Easter, and those of us who celebrate or have been uh, exposed to Christian holidays have heard about Easter, but I'm also going to talk about Ostara, Erestra, and Persephone, and all these other uh, these other holidays oops, that we celebrate this time of year. And I did a little research, and I was studying about like nature and why we get so excited about this time of year. And by the way, before I go forth, I will say today's live stream is brought to you by the tarot card, the sun, the sun. We are celebrating the return of the sun. Let me turn on some more light now that I'm thinking about a little sun action going on. It is spring. It is officially spring. We've had the spring equinox already, and we're starting to kind of warm up. And like, why is that? Because of the sun. It's all about the sun. Now, when I was more in more of a Christian kind of frame of mind, Easter was actually my favorite holiday. And it wasn't just because of like Easter egg hunts or dressing up and having a fun hat or anything like that. But there was a sense of renewal that I felt. And the older I got, when I was having hard times in life, that feeling that would come when spring would return, it would bring me up. It would like it would lift me. And some of you probably feel that way as well. And when you think about, you know, the winter, it's dark and it's just like it's dark, you know, and, and we don't have this. We don't see the sun as much as we like. And and the days are shorter, the nights are longer. And uh, we're just sort of like in that kind of cocoon state. Right. But think about how the end of 2019 ended that winter. We were expecting in 2020 that the spring was going to bring every bring all the light back, bring all the fun back, and we we're gonna go out and wear warmer clothes and all these other things. But what happened? COVID happened. And then we had this pandemic and we all had to stay home. But in addition to that, a lot of people were ill, a lot of people, you know, died, a lot of people lost people. Therefore, that winter that ended at the end of 2019, if you think about it, it kind of lasted all the way through 2020. And then now we're getting to spring again and we're starting to maybe feel like, wait, maybe spring is coming. Maybe we do have some sense of renewal. And that's what I wanna talk about today because I love spring for that. I love that feeling of no matter what was going on in the winter, no matter what was going on in my life, nature is going to make its renewal. Therefore, I will make my renewal. If I had a winter of discontent, surely at some point spring was going to come and bring me back to life. Now we know the Jesus story. There's that whole story of resurrection. Jesus died and he was risen three days later and everyone's happy and Christians still celebrate that story. Now, I did some more research and I found out about a whole bunch of other stories. Now, if you've ever heard me talk about, uh, you know, how I feel about Christianity, I feel like Christianity has borrowed a lot of those old stories, those old mythologies, and they've created, like they've chosen their favorites. And that's because the pagans, meaning the people 
who weren't Christian back in the day, the pre-Christians, they were pagan, and they had their own holidays because they were celebrating nature. They were celebrating how the seasons changed. And they were very firm in their beliefs and they loved to celebrate them. But when Christianity came into life, those pesky pagans did not want to give up their holidays. So what Christianity did, they came and they said, okay, okay, well, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. How about we take this story and we rebrand re it? We take oh, this story. We like this story. We're going to rebrand it. So if you're looking at Christianity's like at a whole, you're looking at the stories. If you know those older stories, you kind of get to learn where Christianity got them from. Now, I don't have a problem with Christianity. It is what it is. It's a religion just like what we do is religion. It's how we, you know, it's how other people practice their spirituality. Now, I do not like when when Christians or other people like to, you know, throw or, or push their 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 beliefs on us because we do not have to believe the same thing. And as most of us know, these these spirit the spirituality that we call magic, that we call witchcraft, paganism, whatever you want to call that, that was here for thousands of years before Christianity arrived. But what I do know also is that humans have been responding to nature since before Christianity. That's all they were doing. They were like, oh, look, their sun, the sun is back. We had been having long nights. Well, now the sun is back. Oh, look, there are butterflies. Oh, the flowers are coming back. And that is all about spring. All of these things were coming and changing and making, a, our, making our ancestors feel really happy and warm again. And they celebrated that. And we still do. And those of us who are deep into our, our cycles of life, cycles of nature, we're definitely following all of those 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 practices and we still continue to and yay, good for us. So I want to talk about a couple other things that a couple other mythologies that uh, that that exist. So we know about uh, so we know about the, the Jesus story, the Jesus mythology. So I found out, let's see, there was a in ancient Rome, there was a goddess by the name of Sibel. There you go. And her followers believed that this goddess had a consort. Consort is another word for lover. So she had a lover, a, a consort, who was born via a virgin birth. And his name was Addis, and he died and was re resurrected every spring equinox of the Julian calendar. That was between March 22nd to March 25th. So think about that. This is like ancient Roman history. This is a story that was told back then. But do you see the difference? You're like, or see the similarities. Here it was, it was a goddess. She had a consort. She had a boyfriend. She had a lover, whoever you want to call him. He died and came back to life every year you know for this three-day period so where do you think where did so uh, you know the whole jesus story hmm i see some similarities there now also uh there's i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing this correctly eostra eostra she was the saxon version of ostara who is the germanic goddess and she found a wounded bird on the ground in late winter and to save its life, she transformed it into a hare, you know, like a rabbit. 
but the transformation wasn't complete and the hair retained its ability, well, the bird part, it retained the ability to lay eggs. And the, the hair would decorate those eggs and leave them as gifts to Oestra or Ostara. So that's, that's part of where we're getting the hair and the eggs. So actually speaking of the hair and the eggs, there's also a nature part of this. So I was doing my research and so what happens in late March, that's when bunnies, rabbits, they start to nest and they start to breed. Now, if any of you know anything about rabbits, you know that they multiply quickly. And that's also because they have a short gestation period, meaning the pregnancy is very short. So once a, uh, once a bunny gets baby, <laughs> gets pregnant, um, I guess the, the mother will have about 25 days until 25 to 28 days until she has her first litter. So she can continue to have more and more babies, more and more baby bunnies everywhere. So think about that. So around April, around this time of the year, there are a lot of bunnies, bunnies everywhere. Now, the thing about the eggs, I learned that. Now, I'm a city girl. I didn't know anything about this. Those of you who are vegan, you probably know that you vegan activists, you, I'm sure you know about this. Um, those of you who live or work in a farm know this. But chickens, when, when they are kept in natural light, they do not lay eggs all year. So when it gets wintertime and you get like less natural light, the eggs, they, the, the chickens stop laying the eggs. When it becomes springtime and the sun gets longer, the, the days get longer, that's when they start growing their, that's when they start having eggs again. So think about this. Springtime, the flowers start to come back. That's when we see the bees show up. So we got flowers, we got bees, we got eggs because of the chickens. We have like all of the sun, we have all of these bunnies. So this is what our, ancestors were like they're just celebrating all of this wonderfulness that is showing up at this time that is spring that is about us coming back to life hey andrew so we're coming back to life at this time and that is why the story is so powerful as i said before through 2020 we kind of had an extended winter so i want to remind you no matter what you have been going through you know in 2020 I feel like now is a time when we're starting to break out of our cocoon. We're starting to feel a little optimistic. A lot of people are getting uh, you know, vaccinated and they feel safe enough to travel. Me personally, I'm totally cool staying home and chilling out, but I feel that people are like itching to travel and go places and go back to brunch and do all these things. And it is, just that feeling of optimism that comes with spring. So when we are like, woo, feeling warmer, that is like that feeling of, ah, renewal. So I just wanna remind you, if anyone's out there like, oh, you know, life sucks, uh, or, or it had been sucking, it might suck a little less now. Hey, Luz, you know, and, and Luz, my goodness, Luz, you work outside in this beautiful, you know, garden sanctuary place, and you're surrounded by all of these animals. Hey, Tony, and you know, you're, you get to see all of these animals and 
and you get to see them grow and you see how they respond to the sun. And just like these animals respond to the sun, so do we. We see these beautiful blue skies. We're like, woo, you know, we, as I said, we see the flowers, we see the bees, there's, there's rabbits, there's chickens, there's eggs, there's all of this growth happening. And just like that growth is happening in and around you, I want you to think about that, that growth that's happening within you, okay, okay? All right, so I have another story. I have another, uh, I have another myth, the Greek mythology myth, myth of Persephone. This is a very interesting story. Now, oh, hey, sacred feminine priestess, thank you for joining. <laughs> so the story, the Greek, the Greek myth of Persephone. Now, you've probably heard of Zeus. He was the king of the gods, the king of the Greek gods. Happy Easter, Tony. And as king of the gods, Zeus did whatever he wanted. Like, if, if you've re read any stories, like, Zeus is always, like, fucking all these other goddesses and women. He's like, oh, I want her. Well, anyway, one of Zeus's wife, wives was Demeter, who was the goddess of the harvest. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Lou said, they left me an egg yesterday, and someone thought I was doing witchcraft. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liz, I just had to, I had to repeat that. Anyway, so we're talking about Zeus, who is the king of the gods in Greek mythology, and his wife, the goddess Demeter, Demeter, who was the goddess of the harvest. Now, they had a daughter named Persephone, and she was sort of like the goddess of, well, I don't know if she was a goddess of anything yet, but what happened was Hades, who was the god of the underworld, he fell in love with her. They say that she that he fell in love, but what he did, Hades actually got approval from Zeus. He didn't tell his wife Demeter, but he he gave but Zeus gave permission for Hades to take Persephone down to the underworld, also known, you know, as hell or whatever hell would be in the Greek mythology days. And Persephone was just minding her own business. She was just gathering flowers. You know, she's just this young maiden gathering flowers, like in the springtime. And, um, well, actually, it wasn't springtime yet, but it was a beautiful, at this point, it was beautiful maybe all year round. And Hades abducted beautiful, young, fresh, virginal Persephone. He took her down to the underground, to the underworld. Now, her mother, Demeter, Demeter? I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but she was distraught. She was devastated. Her daughter was not, was nowhere to be found. She was like, where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Can you imagine? That's like a, a mother's worst nightmare to not, for your child to be missing. And of course, Zeus, the father, didn't even say, he didn't even tell his wife, oh, well, by the way, I let her, you know, I, I sent her down to Hades. I told Hades that he could, he could take her. And, and take is a very important thing. He took her. It was an abduction, probably a rape. It was not her choice. So Demeter is going all around the world, all around that earth, trying to find out what happened to her daughter. She is distraught. And do you think for one minute that Zeus was going to put her mind at ease and tell her what happened? No. But you know who did? Who did let her know? Helios. Helios is the sun. Now, before before the son told Demeter what's ha what was happening, remember, Demeter is the goddess of agriculture. She was goddess of, of the harvest. 
While she was distraught and upset about her daughter being missing, nothing would grow on the earth, nothing. There was, everything was barren. Nothing would grow, nothing would happen. And because she was in charge of that, but while she was looking for her daughter, nothing grew. So the earth became barren because this goddess, this mother was upset and distraught because she did not know where her daughter was. Now, Helio, the son, he sees everything. And he told Demeter, where his daughter was and what happened. Now, at this point, this around this point, Zeus is tired of hearing about, hearing like the humans complain to him. Like the people, like the little people, they're like, Zeus, what's going on? I can't grow anything. My kids are starving. And then there are other deities that the, you know, in that, pan, in that Greek pantheon who were also like being uh, petitioned to because Zeus wasn't telling anybody what was going on. He knew where Persephone was. So once Demeter knew where she was going, where, where Persephone was, she goes down to Hades to get her daughter. And at this point, Zeus is like, okay, okay, okay. Zeus, uh, Zeus says, all right, Hades, you know, you gotta, you gotta bring my daughter back because, you know, my wife, you know, she's, she's going crazy and no one's gonna get any peace. Cause you know, they say, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. So you're like, you're gonna let my, my daughter stay down there in the underworld? Oh, fuck that. I'm gonna go get my girl. So that's what she did. Now, Hades wasn't happy about that. And he figured, okay, well, maybe I can, I can do some kind of trick. Now, the thing about the underworld, they have food there. And if, uh, and so Zeus said, she can come back, she, she can, she'll, she'll be released as long as, as long as we, as soon as we know that she hasn't eaten any food from the underworld. So Hades got an idea and he tricked Persephone. He offered her some pomegranate seeds. And unfortunately she ate one. So Persephone ate one pomegranate seed from the underworld. And what that ended up meaning was that she had to go back to Hades once a year for one third of the year. And that was those three months. So because she ate that seed, she now is, she now became goddess of spring because when she returned, everything became spring-like, but then for those three months, it would become winter. And that's when she would be goddess, uh, she'd be queen of the underworld. Yes, Zeus, he, he let another man aggressively take his daughter. Yes, Tony, there, there's like so many things I could say about that story that just really pissed me off. But this is the other thing, the other, the other parts of that story that, that I also took away from it is that we all have dark and we have light. You know, we can't all be like, love and light, love and light. We also have darkness in us. We also have bad days. And we are both dark and light. And we shouldn't, you know, spiritual bypass ourselves and be like, well, I'm happy all the time, because you're not. But we still have the sun. We still have the sun. And when we have these longer days, 
we are reminded that even when we do have our dark times, when we feel like we are living those barren times, we can still be brought back to life. So that's where that renewal comes from, that rejuvenation. And that is what spring is about. So the Greeks use that mythology, use that story of Persephone. That's how they explained spring. So basically, all of these different cultures came up with ways to explain nature. And that's, that's, that's really what spring is about. But whatever the story that, you, that resonates with you the most, it's important to know that no matter how dark life gets, no matter how barren you might be feeling, the sun is going to come back. The sun is going to return. As I said, today's live is... It's brought to you by the tarot card, The Sun. And, you know, the flowers coming back. You're going to see the bees again. You're going to maybe feel like an opening in your heart. Hopefully, if, if something was going off, you know, something going bad in a relationship or a job, this might be a turning point for you. And if you're not feeling that, let me be the first one to tell you that it will be coming. Everything passes. Whatever, whatever you're feeling, no matter how negative or how it might seem hopeless, this too shall pass. I know that's a biblical, I think that's a biblical term, but it doesn't matter because the Bible steals everything, right? Christianity steals everything from everyone. So I'm, I'm, I don't care. I will throw out Bible verses, but I really don't know Bible verses. So whatever. Anyway, I just want to say that the sun is here. Spring is here. Easter's here. Ostara, we just celebrated. Maybe we're still celebrating. And Beltane will be here May 1st, you know, with May Day and all of that. So we're in that feeling of, ooh, spring. Oh, oh, and another thing that happens during this time, fertility. The other thing about, like, the pre-Christian religions, they were all about fertility. Because that was, you know, remember talking about the bunnies? And the bunnies are gestating and breeding, and they're having all kind of reproduction things going on. <laughs> that's because that's what happens. That's what people do. Now, in the Christian tradition, they kind of want to like, oh, no, no, we don't want to talk about fertility and, and sex and stuff like that. But pre-Christians understood that that is how life evolved. We evolved because we have sex and we reproduce and we, and we do a lot of it when we can. So... Yes, yes, Tony, lots of lovemaking. That is, and, and I feel like that is, of, of all the things that the Christians didn't take, they kind of, they, they, they substituted all the fertility and the fun and the lovemaking, and then instead they put all these rules like, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, pagans knew how to have fun. So I say let's, let's like renew ourselves and let's have some fun. Like, you know, if you, if you have someone to hang out with and get some, I say go get some or do it by yourself. Hey, I don't, hey, hey, no judge. I just feel like we're feeling or we have been feeling really stuck in, in 2020. We've been feeling dark and sad and low and that's life, right? But I want you to also think about the optimism that a lot of us are feeling right now. And I want you to tap into that, tap into the feeling of hope. We cannot stay in that place of darkness forever, even if it feels like 
we might be feeling that way forever. This will pass. So I'm just here to remind you all that this is going to pass. We are not going to be in this place of darkness forever. It just feels like it. And as I said before, you know, some people are already getting vaccinated and they are like, F it, I'm going to go travel and, you know, more power to them. I'm like, hey, I'm staying inside, but, you know, I'm brightening my colors. You know, I got my pink and orange on today. And, uh, you know, I'm all about the sun. I'm all about the happiness. Let me see. Do I have any other stories? Uh, spring, Easter, Ostara, Estra. But you know what, though? When I found that story about the goddess Sibyl, Sibyl who had a consort, i.e. lover, who was born during a virgin birth, I almost fell out my chair. I'm like, oh, so that's where the Jesus myth came from. Okay, I see you. All right, that's fine. But it doesn't matter. It does not matter what holiday you celebrate. I don't care. What I do want you to celebrate is yourself. I want you to celebrate coming back to life. I want you to celebrate that, that feeling that the ice is slowly melting, you know, in your heart or in your life. This will get better. Things will get better. We're going to have more sun. Who's like, who's, uh, growing plants like last year I tried to grow plants but I couldn't even get the seeds because everyone and their brother was buying seeds but that's okay my seeds arrived where's oh oh okay y'all can't see it but I bought like a, I have my I, find, I got a new pack of seeds and I got some um I got some gardening gloves and I got some pruning shears so like nobody could tell me nothing I'm so excited so I'm going to plant some some little witches plants which is uh herb uh we're closing the garden, window, windowsill garden. There you go. So we're going to make that happen. Um, oh, JoJo in Oregon said just repotted plants this morning. Nice. Yeah, it's getting warm, so it's time for me to definitely uh, start getting my, my seeds started. Tony says, I'm coming home to myself. Amen. Yay. And he had a birthday, Luz. Luz is like, yeah. Because like Luz is all about the plants and the gardening, and she's just so in touch with nature. So I'm so inspired by you, Luz. So, oh, I even got some rue seeds. Like, I don't know how well I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Yes, JoJo in Oregon, it does feel like a thaw. That's what I'm saying. Like, it feels like a thaw. Thank goodness. Ugh. Oh, Andrew says, I have the supplies. I haven't started yet. Exactly. I have the seed. Like, I got the seeds. I got the gloves. I got, like, a little water meter. Because, like, watering is not my strength. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, how much water so I don't overwater or underwater. But I have a meter thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to making an attempt at growing some plants this spring. And, um, you know, I'm sure some of you are, too. So, yeah, yeah, so it's all about the thaw. This is all about the salt, the thaw. Here comes the sun. Compost, that's what you're working on, Luz, compost. That's like another, that's like another layer of stuff I know nothing about. Like, I know what it is, but I don't know about it. But, Luz, you have to teach me. You have to teach me about composting other, you know, and other, like, stuff. <laughs> hey, some gap. <laughs> but anyway, you know, today's theme is get you some. Okay, get you some. I, I will look some up then. This is the sun card. The sun card represents this thought, represents the sun out in the world that brings us warmth. And that is where that thought comes from. You know, we've been like inside, like, oh, I can't go outside. I don't want to go outside. I feel like I'm happy to be inside. But 
I do enjoy being outside and feeling the sun on my face. If you can do that, please go get you some vitamin D because it feels so good. If you can go outside and maybe walk on like bare ground, bare, bare feet, there you go. Walk with your bare feet just out and just enjoy how it feels to be outside. If you could do that, just a little start. And actually someone yesterday was saying she's been inside for so long, she's not even she's not even really comfortable going out. It's one thing to be like me and be like, I don't feel like going out, but it's something else to feel almost afraid to go out. So give it like little baby steps. I'm a big fan of, of baby steps. And so, you know, go out a little bit, feel the sun on your face. You know, if you have a yard, take advantage of that and walk around and, and feel like the, the ground underneath your you know, underneath your feet, you know, hug a tree, you know, check out the birds and the bees. And like, I have a forsythia tree. Actually, have, there's a couple of forsythia trees in my neighborhood. And all of a sudden it's like overnight, they bloomed yellow. So like yellow is everywhere. And pretty soon the other trees are gonna start blossoming. So I'm like, oh, I'm ready for spring. So, you know, I'm kind of going on at this point, but I wanted to just remind everyone that spring is here. Spring has sprung. Here comes the sun. This is you. This this little person here on this on this uh, on this horse. This this little person is you. This represents you. This is optimism. We got the sunflowers. We got the sun. We got this red, beautiful red flag of optimism. So I just want you to go through this day remembering the sun card. I would like you to meditate on it, and and ask yourself how does that make you feel. That's really it, and. Yeah, I guess that's it. I, I think I'm just gilding the lily at this point. I ha I've said my sermon for today. That's That was my goal. I got that done. I'm so happy to be able to tune in today. Easter, as I said, is one of my favorite holidays because of the renewal and the rejuvenation and all of that wonderful stuff that uh, that we that we feel. And I feel like it's for me, it's that day that reminds me that everything is gonna be okay. So I wanna remind you that everything is also gonna be okay, okay? All right, so thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. And thank you some Gap, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and 44 Flows. I am so happy that you all were able to tune in. And if you're watching this on the replay, thank you so much. Um, you know, I will be doing more lives this, this uh, this season because I haven't really been doing enough, I think. So I want to do more. Um, oh, by the way, this month, April, I'm going to be doing uh, a lot of uh, focusing on protection magic. So if there's something you're looking for, let me know. And then next Sunday is the masterclass. I'm going to be talking about teaching health and healing magic. I haven't like announced it officially, but health and healing magic will be next week's live masterclass. If you have ever attended any of my masterclasses, it's gonna be more of the same. If you haven't, keep your eye out because I'll be posting you know, how to sign up for it. It will be free and you can, you can always buy the replay, but it's always free to attend um, you know, during the live thing. So that's gonna be health and healing magic masterclass next Sunday. If today is, is today the 4th? I don't even remember what today is. Today is the 4th. Today is the 4th, so that next Sunday the 11th will be the Health and Healing Masterclass. And starting Monday, you'll be seeing me talk a lot more about, uh, about, uh, protection. Oh, some gap, the time, the time is going to be 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Daylight Time. Eastern, Eastern Daylight Time. 
Thank you, Uncle Jim. <laughs> yeah, so 1 p.m. Eastern time. Whatever time is in Eastern, 1 p.m. next Sunday, April 11th, we will be live with the Health and Healing Magic Masterclass. So I will, if you have any questions, other questions, you can just put them down below and I will respond to them. Thank you so much for any of you who have tuned in or if you're like, you know, ignoring your family. Awesome. Um, well, you know what I mean. Thank you so much for tuning in and giving, you know, and sharing your time with, with me and, and everyone today. And I will be... I'll be online. You'll see me. All right. Bye. <laughs> I'm Aunt Carla, and you've been listening to ConjureCraft. For more info, visit us on the web at marilazo.com. <laughs>